overnight, 40s and 50s. Tomorrow will begin the warm-up again. Still sunny with the high to the middle and upper 70s, near 80. Clouds and 70s with a chance of some showers. Some of that could be heavy Wednesday, ending Wednesday night. Clouds to partly cloudy Thanksgiving Day Thursday. Won't be any cooler. Still mild. Morning low 60s with clouds to partly cloudy. Slight chance of a shower. Middle and upper 70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO, Slidell's most unique shopping adventure. The annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First Annie Langer Street's Old Town Slidell. This Saturday and Sunday, November 28th and 29th, there'll be food and music. Bring the family to explore and find that perfect Christmas gift. Many booths to select from many items. Saturday, Sunday, November 28th and 29th, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. each day. At the annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First Annie Langer Street. Old Town Slidell. the rest parts of the die and then you can uh, you know take it easy see what that all day added a few item things for you and by the end uh, by the end of the day uh, there you are with friends let's hope and uh, maybe digging up some things that you just knew about but you hadn't heard all the details and we've got that over there and more and more and it's particularly interesting uh, uh, weekend because it comes to us uh, through what has often been called the great uh, Diane, what's he, somebody told me that, and I always thought it was better than the one I had. Anyway, we're getting into uh, the... Uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving holiday, yeah. And there it is, waiting it up for us uh, to come on in and say about a few things with each other and see what you can find that makes your... your uh, Ears look uh, cleary and... Uh, uh, I'm smelling my fingers. Smelling fingers, <laughs> she says, Marianne. There's an unappetizing image. I'm smelling my fingers. Yeah? Yes, yes. I'm looking for cloves so that we can put cloves in the paste that gets to be... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cloves. Well, you use it every single year in your glaze yeah, well, for your root beer glaze pinch, can. Yeah. And so much. I am, there's two things happening. One, I have bleach in my nose. And so it's really hard to smell something. So mm -hmm. I saw in the spice rack on the, our spices are where you don't look at them as they're standing up, you look at the top of them and there's something that says whole cloves, which I yanked out of the rack and then dropped and the top cracked. And so it spilled all over the floor, but it was not whole cloves. It was something ground up. And I am trying to determine if it's ground cloves. Why would we have done that? smell anything because it's got bleach in it so i don't know if we have any cloves to put into the glaze for the root beer glazed ham because we're kind of um 
Hi, everyone. I didn't even say Hi. that. Hi. We're kind of Welcome starting back. Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, this is the kind of thing that we should have done in the years when we had a massive Thanksgiving. And now, since it's just the tiny four of us, um, I am, for some reason, starting early. And I, I just don't even know why that is. But uh, today, I made the cornbread dressing, which is now in the refrigerator. And uh, we were going to start with the glaze. And you know why it is? Because I want to do some Thanksgiving preparation as part of the show. And we were going to do that tomorrow morning. But then my daughter said, what is the matter with you? You want to do four hours of broadcasting when you could do two? Why in the world would you do that? And I thought, you know what? She's right. So what we're going to do is uh, we have to have the recorded show in by noon tomorrow. So we're going to do some Thanksgiving preparation as part of this show mm -hmm. and run that one on Thanksgiving. Most people will be busy with their Thanksgiving anyway. So um, anyway, we're going to do that. Can you go different ways? So we're going to start with the we're going to start with the root beer glazed ham. Glazed ham. Yeah, we had our daughter bring over some satsumas. The new boyfriend oh, has a satsuma tree in his yard. Mm -hmm. And so she now has a um uh she now has a endless supply, at least while they're ripe, of satsumas. So she's got like a barrel of them because she loves satsumas, and so we're gonna use some satsuma in the root beer glazed ham. So in digging up those things that I talk about, which makes its way now into the root beer glaze, I found a couple of tablespoons of the orange marmalade from the Goring oh. Hotel, which will go now. That's it. That'll be the end of this. Have you seen that? There's a, This is something you can spread on a piece yeah, of... Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but we're going to put it in the glaze because that's what we did last too. year. That's what we did last year. And then I found in the refrigerator... Mm -hmm. I'm tasting the satsuma right now. It's good. Yeah, it they're is little good. bitty things, but they're good. Very intensive so, flavors. Um, I'm going to put some satsuma in the glaze. And then I found a fig jam. Yeah? Yeah. And so we're going to put that in there. So it's going to be fig and ginger and orange marmalade mm -hmm. and satsuma and cinnamon and root beer. What a wonderful... And I don't know about cloves. That's... That smells and tastes just delicious. I, it's a great concoction. I don't know who did it originally, but that's... Well, that's winner. what we're going to do. And so last year when I did it, unbeknownst to Tom... Oh, I'm used to... I kept to adding and adding and adding root beer. And we used like, I don't know, half a liter of root beer and just kind of made it this really thick paste. I think we have the liter. We do have a liter. We do, we do have a liter. Yeah. And you've been drinking it, but we, we still have a, most of a liter. So we're going to go ahead and do that. So um, we're going to do that today. I'm also going to start boiling the Merloton for my Merloton soup. Mm, challenging. Yeah. I'm going to, I guess I peel those. That's one thing you do. It's you dealing with. Uh, I guess you item. peel Merlotons if you're going to, if you're going to boil them. They tend to be very, I've very. I've never done that. Uh, under uh, stated 
So if you eat it no almost any other way, it's going to spread out a little bit and it's going to seem what is all missing from that. But once you get through it, you, you start really enjoying it, I think. Good news. Yeah. FedEx came through for us last night. <clears throat> yeah. And boy, I'll tell you what. Forget Pony Express. FedEx is on it, man. I mailed Friday morning half a birthday cake. And by half, I don't mean like sliced in half. I mean two layers of a birthday cake. Sprinkle birthday cake. And we kept two layers of a sprinkle birthday cake with a fantastic um, sparkler. Have you ever mm -hmm. seen those sparkler candles? They're just magnificent. Meryl uses them. Pardo's uses them for birthdays. And when they come through the dining room, all the heads turn because it's this massive, spectacular display. So I got one for our five-year-old grandson's birthday. He was pretty quiet about so, it. Right? Well, they were terrified of it. <laughs> they, they both, if you, if you they both it. practically cleared the room. And, Ladies but and gentlemen. the older one was about four or five feet, and the other one was kind of way away from it. But it just stood there sparkling and soon uh, in the, the world. Mm -hmm. Or so soon. Anyway, to. it was great. So we had a great little birthday party with our beloved little grandson for his fifth birthday yesterday. So kudos to FedEx, who told me on Friday around midday that the cake I was putting in the bin would arrive by ground in Los Angeles on Monday, and by golly, it did. It did. Hmm. So, good for them. Good to know for Christmas mailing, FedEx. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. 556-9696. Five, Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Casa Garcia is tucked into a shopping center where Metairie turns to Kenner. Octavio Garcia has been welcoming people in to enjoy the flavors of his homeland since 1984. Try the seafood sampler, seafood nachos, or a 14-ounce grilled pork chop. Octavio's mother Sarita's tamales are on the menu, but I'll stick to her delicious flan. 
Casa Garcia, 8814 Veterans Boulevard, Metairie, 464054. I get misty just holding your hand. Okay, so I have a question to put out to the audience. See how daring everyone is. There is a mysterious substance in the container that said whole cloves. It's a ground substance, and I can't tell what it is because all I can smell is bleach. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to decide, should I just go ahead and put this substance in the ham glaze? Because it smells like ground cloves, although is there such a thing as ground cloves? I've never heard of cloves being... So I'm trying to decide if I should live dangerously or if I should look harder for the whole cloves and, um, and not take a chance on whatever the ground substance is. Coffee. I don't know why it would be coffee. Although, no, you're asking to the wrong guy for coffee. Although, I, you know, it, it could be coffee, come to think of it. So I just don't know. Well, here's what I have discovered What's in, that? in all of this. There's what? What is that? It's a headset phone. A headset. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm moving over to the uh, the cooktop where I'm going to start pouring things into the glaze. And so I'm going to have the headset on unless I can trust you to tell me when there's a caller. So Henry says there's a caller. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Should I live dangerously and put? Henry, what do you think? Should I pour this ground substance into the uh, root blaze? Uh, I, I don't mean to sound rude, but definitely not, Marianne. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely recommend, if it smells like bleach, I would recommend it for sure. No, 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 no. It's, it, the problem is that I can't really smell what it is. It smells like cloves, but my smeller is off right ah, now. Ah, I see. I thought you were see? saying it smelled of bleach. No, 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 no. no. See, it came off. It, it's, it's safe in terms of edible substance. It's not that. There's, it's an edible substance. Have you ever heard of cloves being ground? Oh, yeah. You can because get... Because if, uh, if cloves... Go ahead. No, you have heard of cloves. I have, being yeah. I, they're a little bit more powerful than normal cloves, so you want to put in a little bit less in terms of what you're doing. Okay. But honestly, when I get uh, herbs around here, you're in the North Shore, so maybe this is too far for you. But I, I like to just go to Whole Foods, and they have the um, bulk spices that you can buy and just put mm -hmm. in a little plastic bag. That's that's the mm -hmm. best place. That's what exactly what I would have. Added. And uh, one other thing, if I could put it in here. Uh, one of the things that uh, uh, advice like this, uh, it comes in at such a speedy process that you sometimes get and go on in very short time. Okay, that was the root beer being opened. Uh, so I'm good. going to pour it in. You beat me to it. Okay, I'm going to pour in the root beer and... Unlike Tom, who carefully measures everything, I just know that this root beer glaze is just going to simmer for so long it's going to become quite a paste anyway. So I just poured in a lot of the, of the root beer from the liter. 
And then we're gonna put some cinnamon in there. Jude always says, smells like Thanksgiving. So cinnamon and the fig glaze. And I think I'm gonna just not take a chance on whatever that ground substance is. Although it does really smell like cloves. I can't imagine anyone would have ground cloves there. But what does love taste or smell What does like? love smell like? <laughs> Wait, I've got the answer. <laughs> or sound like. I can't tell what you're asking. Have a, have a All right. word or two on build back with a Yeah, I'm gonna put the cinnamon now. So we have these we have this little jar of cinnamon. You have one stick or two sticks, Tom, that the cinnamon you put two sticks of I think I remember two sticks of cinnamon being used in Tom's glaze. Okay. I have to go through the and and take, and I'm telling you, it's like you can't even believe what kind of a job this is. Because the pantry is the size of a small room. Okay, so there's a million things in there. And um, it, every single thing in the pantry right now is covered with a fine dust from the bathroom, which is behind the pantry. So at some point, I'm going to have buck up and go through the entire pantry, clean everything. I'm going to do that with wine glasses for Thanksgiving. But every single thing in there needs to be cleaned off completely before it's used, including spices and everything. So I've done that with the spices that are in my hand. And um, and everything else will have to be done like that. Well, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't <sighs> come across very quickly. It's not uh, one... All right, so Tom, your, your root beer and your cinnamon sticks are now in this pan. And after, when, how do you do this and what order do you do? Uh, you, you put the root beer in first and then in order in which these things are added because... Pretty quick. Okay, so, so if I were to take the marmalade and the fig jam and put those in right now as i'm putting all of the cold ingredients in would that be an okay thing to do oh sure here's what you do first okay with this you you want to start absolutely you want to start with that uh, uh not that uh, Gosh, i hope i don't melt any beer, of the equipment the root beer and if you wanted to work in the dr pepper which you don't this is so not like one of those television shows it is no, it's very much not like one of those television huh. shows. But anyway, there's your, the, all you need to do. You don't need to call out what you were talking about there. This is going to come out uh, real nice. Okay. All right, so now I'm doing the, the orange marmalade, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to take the fig jam that I found this morning. and It's like a fig and ginger. It's just nothing in it. I, I, I love it's fig and ginger. I love cinnamon. I love a lot of things along that line, but I don't like that the, the, when it comes from the little book there that tells you here, this is, try this, well, don't try it. Alright, so we have that. I'm going to put, how much of this stuff, Tom, this extra stuff do you put in here? Am I putting in, you used to always, um, I know that's pretty strong. That's my point exactly. The it's, fig, it's just, uh, it's the fig jelly. Raw. I don't it, know if I'm going to do that. It's over. All right, maybe we'll just do the satsuma and the, and the orange marmalade. Be happy to give it to you. 
Yeah. Okay. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. If you want to talk to us, we want to talk to you about food because that's all we do. That's what Tom's been doing for 33 years so you, and uh, never tires of it. What? So you put the, uh, the, uh, from the. Yeah, I put it in there. I put it all in the pan. I mean, most of it. I'm going to put the satsuma in now. You used, you used to do a thing where you would put, um, like a, you would, what do you do when you, um, I'm trying to think of the word, um, you grate, yeah, you grate the peel of whatever it is. You used to put like peels of stuff mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. So should I put the satsuma and yes. the peels in there now? Yeah, the, 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 the uh, why am I not giving you these words the way I like them? <laughs> they, uh, but anyway, that, that is what you use. Uh, and forget about the uh, busying that you've been describing. And uh, if you want to add more, you can, but I don't think it adds up. And then the, the other thing you can do after that is uh, something like a cola or Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Believe it or not, that works pretty well. Well, it's all uh, sugar, always... Tom. The whole, the whole point of it is sugar. I mean, that's, that's it. Oh, you're, right. you're trying to get some sort of citrusy sugar going. All right, so it is on now, and we have the uh, we have the root beer glaze ham in the works. We have the cornbread dressing done. Mm -hmm. I'm going to maybe peel the merlotons at the next break, and then put those in a in a pan and start doing that. What I'm going to do for the merlotons is I'm going to boil them with some carrots because there's going to be a lot of vegetables in the merloton mm -hmm. soup. I mean, it's called merloton soup, but really it's like a vegetable your, soup. Your body it's like a creamy vegetable to, soup. I'm sorry. Go ahead, what? You, uh, your body uh, handles those kinds of things pretty quickly at the beginning of doing all this cooking and eating. It's very, uh, very much, much uh, backed off with the, with the fruit people and the, uh, and the carrot people. All right. So if you would like to talk to us about Thanksgiving or anything, actually, if you have a, a report on a restaurant, that is my we job. would love to hear from you because um, that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for That's what Tom's been doing for a very long time. Uh, today is the 24th of November. This is where Thanksgiving usually kind of does fall um, mm -hmm. On the 24th very often it does but uh, this year it's on the 26th um we are definitely on for uh friday at the homeless house the homeless house yes the we real are definitely on for the homeless house on friday for the whole thing as soon as it opens well well it's you know latiel's landing is it, landing. is it for everybody to go? Yeah, there? anybody who wants to join us. That place I mean, we're not is... gonna we're not gonna make it like an official eat club or anything like that. But it is, um, it's gonna be like you know, hey, oh, I, we're going. You want to go? No Make way a reservation. You could possibly uh, want to toss that off. Uh, we most recently did it about. Uh, not able to go anymore. Us going crazy over it. That that whole big uh, event, which is actually available every day, you will love that. Okay, so this is also I'm looking through. I as I go through your almanac section, 
I see things from the past and uh, restaurants that we've talked about, a lot of them is um, restaurants that are gone now and, yep. and it's always... And you wish you were. Oh gosh, Tom, one of the things that you have in here... <laughs> one of the things that you have in here, these are old um, previous dining diaries, is about when we had the roof put on the house. We had a new roof put on the house. We have a tin roof. Metal. No, it's we, a metal roof. We know all about that, ladies and, and gentlemen. Our son's wife kind of. came to our home for the very first time in 2012. We were um, we had a new roof put on for that. I mean, we needed a new roof anyway, but I thought, okay, that's it. We're doing it. We're doing it. So we had some roofers come over, and they were putting on a new roof for... It was right after Thanksgiving and before she came for Christmas, which was probably two days before Christmas. It was also when... The doggy that we have now, the big brute that clicks around and pants into the mic, when he arrived at our house, because he was the dog next door, actually, and uh, liked the idea of all the stuff that was happening here while the roof was being put on, and so he kept coming over. And he came over every day for about six weeks until the owner said, take the dog. Obviously, he'd rather be at your house than here, and that's how we wound up with our beloved, call him, who's 95 pounds in a So that is, I'm laughing about the roof walkers because that's what I think of when I think of that story of the roof on. It was um, it was a wonderful time, and it was gosh seems like forever ago. It was actually eight years ago, but um, that was what we were doing at this time. That many years. Five five six nine six nine six. We'll be back at bottom of the hour news time, which is uh, two, and it's going to be the Louisiana Radio Networks, and we would love for you to call us five five six nine six nine six. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. COVID cases are surging in Louisiana, with 2,111 confirmed new cases being reported today by the Louisiana Department of Health. Governor John Bell Edwards is scheduled to speak at 2.30 on the rising case count and address a White House Coronavirus Task Force report for the state that has us in the red for overall case growth. And due to this, the state is asking people not to gather outside their household for Thanksgiving. Assistant State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says that means even if you've received a negative rapid test. No test is 100%. That task force report included language that calls for significant behavior change amongst Louisiana residents, mandatory mask usage in public, and a significant reduction in capacity for businesses. It notes half of all parishes have high, uncontrolled levels of community spread. The state also has more than doubled the new number of cases it has per 100,000 residents this week as compared to last week. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com News, I'm Matt Doyle. This holiday season, give them the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Buy them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to fashionable accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide is packed with great ideas for everyone on your list. For a gift that keeps on giving all year long, pick up the quiet, lightweight, and long-running performance of the Steel AK Homeowner Series of Battery-Powered Tools. 
Convenient all-in-one sets featuring tool, battery, and charger start at only $199.95. Legendary Steel performance is easy to use, easy to give, and hard to beat. Find the perfect gifts and wrap up all your holiday shopping at your local Steel dealer. Or shop online at steelusa.com slash giftguide. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers while supplies last. AC Ambulance are the ones to talk to for all your heating and cooling needs. Call Sid, you'll be happy you did. AC Ambulance is also proud to lend a helping hand to our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge November 13th is John Papa Grow, November 20th Billy Ayusa and the Restless Natives, and November 27th the New Orleans Nightcrawlers. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, follow us on social media at Fridays from the Funky Uncle. For innovative, premium, energy-efficient indoor climate management solutions, make sure to contact Contact AC Ambulance. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, Madame, with you. Oh, you dropped off. What is that, Henry? Mm-hmm. For once, it's not me, I don't think. It's weird. I think it Are is just the, uh, uh, we're, we're here. I think it's just the internet connection. Okay. All right. Let's go to Ron, the gourmet traveler, the gourmet traveler. You know, Ron, now that like this has now gone away. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. The ship mm. is sailing. I don't know, because somebody texted me and said that also. I wonder if, I mean, everything looks normal here. So okay, I can hear you now. I don't, I don't, for once, I have to say, I 9.999 always plead innocence in this case. Are you there, Ron? I'm here, but you're still breaking up. Yeah, I'm just sitting here. I don't know. I have I have already gotten that feedback though that the static is impossibly bad. So I I just don't know what to say about that. I, yeah, I'm outside now. Can you hear me better? Wait, it's because you're not. Let's see. Henry just said. Uh. Can you hear me? Okay, so it's it. Yes, we can. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I, uh, I, I called Jeff Cruer earlier today to tell him that I think that some of the people that get a lot of static actually are listening by radio. And a lot of times when you plug something else into the plug next to the radio plug, you get interference. Because as soon as I disconnect my uh, cell phone or anything else I'm charging, the radio gets a lot. Well, I, in my 
Oh, this is terrible. It, it drives all over the place this in is... different uh, what? weird... What did you say? It... This is terrible. This is definitely not, not working. Go ahead and try to talk again, Ron. Okay. Anyway, what I was going to say is uh, my turkey hit the brine this afternoon, so I'm doing a two-day brine. What do you normally do, a one-day? Uh, one, one and a half. I find and what do you brine it brine, in? Uh, salt water with a little bit of Cajun seasoning. One cup of salt per one gallon of water. I have a big turkey, though, and a, a decent-sized bucket, so I use two gallons of water and two cups of uh, salt. Yeah, do it with, um, I think it was pretty much like that. Maybe maybe that's from the earlier days of the show. I don't know. All right, now I'm distracted myself. Um, keep keep going, Ron, if you have something else. You're, you're started the, you, start, you started the turkey, and then what else do you have going? Uh, well, the other thing that I'm going to do, like you, I'm going to do a soup. But instead of a Merloton soup, I'm stuffing my Merlotons, and I'm doing a sweet potato soup. Delicious. I think everyone is doing stuffed merlotons, and I'm the only one trying a merloton soup. Well, the sweet potato soup is actually very easy. What I do is I bake the sweet potatoes, and then I uh, scoop all the sweet potato meat out. I put some chicken stock in there. I get that going. I thicken it up, and it's going to help thicken it up on its own because potatoes are a starch, and that's what they do is they thicken things. And then I put a little bit of heavy cream in there at the end, and really just a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and my magic one spice is a little bit of cumin. Do you put, like, andouille or anything in there? No, it's just a straight-up soup, and I, I usually, I usually blend okay. it at the end. Okay. I know that Pat Gallagher was doing a sweet potato soup and dewey over here at one time, but um, I haven't seen that soup in a long, long time anywhere, really. So good. I, I mean, put, I... I don't want to... Huh? I don't want to put andouille in, and I'll tell you why. Andouille is so delicious, okay, that when yes. you have another meat that competes with the turkey, the andouille makes itself taste better than the turkey. I want to highlight the turkey, and my turkey's delicious because I'm going to cherry smoke it. But when I, when I serve Thanksgiving turkey, I want turkey really to be the only meat because andouille is kind of like uh, smoked pork sausage. It's just so good. But I don't want anything competing with my turkey, so my turkey usually is the only meat that mm -hmm. I serve. I think you hit it right well, off the bat, the uh, Pat Gallagher. That man can make yeah. that happen. I'll tell you what, I um, I did the the cornbread dressing. We haven't had dressing house in a really long time, so I decided to do this cornbread dressing, and I bought, <clears throat> saw it for the first time on the shelf, biscuit mix and cornbread mix and so I bought both of them just to try them and I made bread with a jalapeno and it was really kind of like I used the whole jalapeno which might have been a mistake but I chopped it really fine and I put it in the batter and I baked a normal amount of bread probably a I don't know nine by nine inch glass pan of cornbread sure. and i am surprised by one how really spicy it is and two how uh moist that cornbread is i was kind of hoping that it would dry 
out because I baked it a few days ahead of time, particularly. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home Cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. AC Ambulance are the ones to talk to for all your heating and cooling needs. Call Sid, you'll be happy you did. AC Ambulance is also proud to lend a helping hand to our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge November 13th is John Papa Grow, November 20th, Billy Ayusa and the Restless Natives, and November 27th, the New Orleans Nightcrawlers. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, follow us on social media at Fridays from the Funky Uncle. For innovative, premium, energy-efficient indoor climate management solutions, make sure to contact AC Ambulance. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. 
His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Autumn in New York, why does it seem so inviting? Yes, indeedy. Let's go to Gregory. Gregory, Hello, how you are you? Hey. How, how are you? How are you? We're well, good. It depends on which direction you're looking at. Um, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking south. I'm looking due south. <laughs> oh? Hmm. I'm looking due south, as in Mexico. Ah. Oh. Do you have something to say about Mexico? So, Of course. Well, especially Southern California and the Mexican okay. border and mm-hmm. like Ensenada and Rosarita. Spent a lot of time in Tijuana, of course, being a sailor. I was there for almost almost nine years. There's something about the Mexican food in Southern California, especially in San Diego. Not so much. I guess L.A.'s got good food, but I didn't spend too much time up there. It's crazy up there. Well, the closer you get to the border, the more authentic it's going to be, for sure, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that just seems like logical, you know? Anyway, the place to go... And I would go two or three times a week. Mm. This is crazy for me. Well, I'm a younger man, too. But, I mean, I don't go to any restaurant two or three times a week. But these weren't restaurants. They were, like, taco stands. But they weren't tacos. You could walk in or you could drive up. A few of them had drive-ups. It was known as Roberto's. And uh, I bet Henry knows about Roberto's in San Diego. Do you, they Henry? I do, yeah. In- Roberto's incredible. is uh, absolutely. Nothing- oh, man. It was family-owned, and they had authentic food, and uh, they would actually hire, you know, Mexicans, you know, people, you know, immigrants, legal. I, I would think so, anyway. And you would actually watch them make the food, the quesadillas. My favorite was to get a cheese quesadilla with guac and sour cream and a bean burrito with nothing but guac and sour cream and cheese. I would, but then when I would splurge, they had a thing called a carne asada. Probably uh, Henry remembers that. That mm-hmm. was 
spicy, thinly cut skirt steak, you know. Or, or, I think that's the cut they used. That was delicious. But, man, you could hardly finish it because they were, like, bombed. But it was so yeah. cheap, so delicious, yeah. so friendly these people were. I mean, you could get out of it with five bucks with three different items, you know. And well, then um, going to Tijuana, I used to love the street food, but you had to watch out where you eat because sometimes you might get what they call monkey meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had to watch out. It, 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 it uh, wasn't uncommon for them to use horse meat or mule meat in some of these things. So you went to a rep. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> then if you went. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I See, this yeah. is for a pill like me. I'd be nervous. Go ahead. What? <laughs> Well, they would see tourists and they go, oh, hey, let's give yeah. them a cheaper cut. But then if you went down to yeah. Ensenada right. or Rosarita, beautiful fish tacos. The seafood at Ensenada and Rosarita, maybe yeah. Henry was went that far south. Incredible. And they made them right in front of you. I mean, they'd be slicing the fish and just putting them on the plancha. They cooked everything on a plancha. Everything was mm -hmm. on a plancha. I don't care if it was a quesadilla or a fish. or They had different spots they'd put the stuff on. I couldn't get plancha? enough of that What is food. that? A plancha is a big flat grill. And I, it's oh, just uh -huh. like a flat top grill that you'd see at an old uh -huh. uh, diner that cooks hamburgers on, a plancha. Mm -hmm. That's okay. all it means. It's a plain plancha. So uh, mm. I was glad to hear that Ron's doing a, so now Ron's your roving reporter or something like I this? Guess. I guess. I like my roving reporters. Everybody who's out there roving can call in and be a reporter. That's I love true. it. Well, you know, Tom, Tom and I have an reporter. argument about this. You know, it's we like the show's supposed to be about New Orleans food, but the world is pretty big. You know, I like the idea that people are discovering food everywhere. When you guys go back they to California, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you a little suggestion, um, Marianne and Tom. If you guys ever go to Southern California again, try to get your son and take the uh, daughter-in-law and go down to San Diego and go visit Roberto's, any one of their outlets. And you will be. Right, I'm going to tell you that they're down there a lot. So um, okay. Well, he probably heard of it already. If he goes to San Diego a lot, I mean, I'm it going is like, to tell them that. Like, I don't know when we'll be getting back to California for a plethora of reasons. Yeah, I know because of the pandemic. I mean, the pandemic. Yeah. If I was going to be in it. California, believe me, I'd be there today. You know? Believe me, you know what? Sometimes I wish I could run away. I still got friends down there. <laughs> but, um, you know, the last time I was there was a year ago, and Roberto's is still, they got like 16 locations in San Diego. They really do. Mm -hmm. Perhaps more by yeah. now. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm not there Diego today is that. Down, it's, it's way spread out. I'm talking San Diego County, from Oceanside all the way down to uh, National City, which is right on the border with uh -huh. Mexico. I mean, and they're everywhere. But it's so fresh. It's so delicious. And, uh, no, they don't have mole, but I've had mole. <laughs> mm -hmm. in, 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 yeah. uh, in Mexico City yeah, you know, and stuff no. like that. But, so, Gregory, um, do you like mole? I do. True. Especially do. when okay. it's done okay. over roasted chicken. Oh, okay. man. There's something that's what, about that's what Tom mole. always asks. Do you have mole poblano? Wait, mole that's not poblano. It. No, mole, yeah, you stuff it yeah. in the pepper. And then, Poyo, then you can do mole it. poblano, something Yeah, like then you can, uh, you know, the kind of, there's just something they do. I, I love Mexican food. I just wish they were more like a, uh, that guy who used to have the restaurant on St. Charles at uh, Melton. Oh, Coyocan. Coyocan. Oh, Coyocan. That was the closest thing I got to Mexico City. In this Guillermo, city. right. Guillermo. Guillermo. Well, you Guillermo. know what? He's Guillermo. still, he's still operating. 
You know, he's still. Yeah, like, I know he's working yeah. somewhere, but I don't remember no, he, where. He owns a Canal Street bistro, but it's not Mexican. I mean, once Coyocon right. was gone, it was really too bad because it really had that feel of it was an interesting place. It had two stories. One was the casual place downstairs, and then upstairs was Coyocon, which was the gourmet version. And, Many years uh, ago, I saw Tom there. I think I might have seen you there. That was yeah. It's a pity that it's ago. gone. Uh, oh, it was terrific. a it was a nice space. Yeah, nice space, anyway. good food. Oh well. Well, next time you go to San Diego, if you ever get there again, Roberto's. Roberto's. It's everywhere. Everybody knows who okay. they are down there. Ask Henry. Okay. I'm overdue to <laughs> go right. to the Dell. That's all I can say. Well overdue for that. All well, right. listen, I Take want to care. wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if you're going to do your root beer glazed ham this year or what. I don't know. Well, you, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to do all the food that. that we normally do for 40 people for four. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that sounds like me. It sounds like me. It sounds exactly like my uh, family. It's, it's going to be absurd, but I'm going to deliver food to people who wish that they could be here but are oh, not. Oh, I wish I could and, do that. Uh, and so, yeah, it just, it's like we have no bathroom. I mean, we have a I bathroom. I used to love this it's... time of year, Marianne, since we're talking about this. Back in the yeah. day, Tom would do some remotes from, like, supermarkets, and he would tell yeah, us all uh-huh. how to brine our turkeys, and he would give us some We're going to do that. We're going to do side. a show when we start preparing, because we're, we're not on the air yeah, do for that, a live show was, Thursday or show. Friday. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead, and I just asked uh, the guy who did for a recorded show. So, you know, we're starting to cook here. And I can, uh, I, I want to I go ahead and just over the course of the next two days, do four hours of us cooking Thanksgiving so that I we can I hope you do that uh, because for like that. 10 or 12 years, I couldn't wait for the Thanksgiving holiday week when Tom would give us a, a tutorial about what he was yeah. up to. And then you yeah. used to do something live from your home. I remember that. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. we always did, routinely, every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had like a gang of people there. You could hear the people in the background. Yeah, we had like, and stuff. I think our high water mark was 50 some odd people. But those days are long gone. And like I said, the guest bathroom is in limbo at the moment and so it's um between sure covid no the bathroom <laughs> and everything else it's like forget it you know it must be the big dogs room now right together remember i know where you live i might come for leftovers <laughs> <laughs> my dog joking. would love to see you yeah I know. all right hey listen happy thanksgiving if i don't talk to you before then i okay. I, I love the you topic too, today and uh yeah you can't we hear more about food for thanksgiving so long all right take care bye-bye mm-hmm. five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us let's talk Talk about food. Tom's been doing that for 33 years. Still? Well, actually, two, 32 and a half, coming up on 33 next year. And, uh, you know, it's a different show, but it's still about food. It's about the pleasure of food. So I bought this Manchego cheese, and what I'm going to do with it is stuff a mushroom cap mm-hmm. with a little morsel of cheese and then some Italian sausage inside. So it's like a little hors d'oeuvre. And I was thinking I was gonna put the cheese underneath the 
sausage, but then I decided I'm just gonna put a little slit in the sausage and then stuff a little piece of cheese and let it melt onto it. Or maybe I'll do one on each side of the sausage. But anyway, manchego is very strong. And I, I think I want to mm -hmm. test it out a little to see if it overwhelms the sausage. But um, there are a lot of people that really love that, and it's not mm -hmm. badly made or anything. But it's not my bag. What manchego? Manchego. <gasps> God, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's got a little bit of grit to it, which I don't something. find unappealing at all. I do love the grit in cheese. I, um, I, I do. I really, really, really like it. So some of my favorites and they're very very wild wildly varied like i like port salut which is a creamier kind of cheese a very smooth and creamy cheese and then um and then the grainy manchego and you know about two dozen other ones in between all those but uh so that's what i'm gonna do with the sausage and i'm gonna try that this afternoon and then i'm sort of Too. All right, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to us, give us a call. We'll be right back. Still here. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-900. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. 
Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans The best in whining and dining daily. It's the Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show with Tim McNally from 4 to 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump says his administration helped the Dow Jones Industrial Average pass a 30,000 milestone for the first time. Uh, the stock market's just broken 30,000. Never been broken, that number. That's a sacred number, 30,000. Uh, that's the ninth time since uh, the beginning of 2020. And it's the 48th time that we've broken records in during the Trump administration. Purdue Pharma, the manufacturer of the drug OxyContin, is admitting to playing a role in the country's opioid crisis. Purdue Pharma chairman Steve Miller pleading guilty on behalf of the company today to three criminal charges. Although the plea agreement last month called for $8.3 billion in penalties, the federal judge overseeing today's hearing is holding the company liable for only $225 million. USA Radio News. When you have a pain in the neck, a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes, see Sunny Bay's four-and-a-half to five-star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our made-in-the-USA microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra-large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part? Sunny Bay quality products started under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar says his agency is already working with the incoming Biden administration on the transition of power, not serving hypocrisy for Thanksgiving. Governor Andrew Cuomo will no longer see his elderly mother and two daughters for Thanksgiving after facing backlash for contradicting his own advice to stay away from loved ones. He said in a radio interview Monday on WAMC-FM that his 89-year-old mother and two daughters, none of whom live with him, will attend Thanksgiving at his home. Following backlash, his spokesman now tells the Daily Caller that given the current circumstances with COVID, he will have to work through Thanksgiving and will not be seeing them. Though his Thanksgiving plans did comply with his own order that no more than 10 people gather, the plans do contradict the CDC's guidance that the safest way to celebrate Thanksgiving is to celebrate at home with the people you live with. From the Texas USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Val Dior. And you're listening to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. 
One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. President Trump taking part in a Thanksgiving tradition of pardoning a turkey. Horn, I hereby grant you a full pardon. Thank you, Corn. Voters on Twitter saying Corn should get the presidential pardon over his buddy Cobb, but don't worry, both Corn and Cobb will be living out the rest of their days at Iowa State University. After today's ceremony, these birds will retire under the care of skilled veterinarians at Iowa State University. A tremendous Clear skies tonight, a chilly night, 40s and 50s. Tomorrow will begin the warm-up again. Still sunny with the high to the middle and upper 70s, near 80. Clouds and 70s with a chance of some showers. Some of that could be heavy Wednesday, endy Wednesday night. Clouds to partly cloudy Thanksgiving Day Thursday. Won't be any cooler, still mild. Morning lows, 60s with clouds to partly cloudy. Slight chance of a shower. Middle and upper 70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO, Slidell's most unique shopping adventure. The annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First, any Langer Streets, Old Town Slidell. This Saturday and Sunday, November 28th and 29th, there'll be food and music. Bring the family to explore and find that perfect Christmas gift. Many booths to select from many items. Saturday, Sunday, November 28th and 29th, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. each day. At the annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First, Andy Langer Street. Old Town Slidell. Get, get every chance we can be to be and feel good. So uh, help it all with us, how about you? We are always here ready to go talking to people who love, who uh, make wonderful uh, backward such things and uh, who find other new people in their lists of uh, others to get together. We do it uh, as much as we possibly can, which is just about everything. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Mary Ann is here. Hi. Where's, where's hey. How are you? Well, uh, we're okay. <laughs> what, how are we doing for you today? I have a question for a chef. If there's a chef out there listening, yeah. I would love to know to this question yeah i am contemplating for thanksgiving mm -hmm. making a flourless chocolate tort or maybe a ganache tart mm -hmm. these are or something along those pastries lines are just kind of what they mean but different ways okay i'm obsessed with nuts and the uh -huh. world's largest stash of home home stash mm -hmm. of nuts and chocolate. Very widespread. So I have this nuts mix that's roasted and it's it's really good. And it's got nuts and seeds. And I was thinking that I would like to chop that and make a crust just nuts for either this ganache tart or flourless chocolate cake it's called let's see what does our daughter call it it's um 
It's not a flourless chocolate cake. It's a something, souffle cake. That's what she calls it, souffle cake. And I was thinking that it would be cool if the chocolate was sitting on a crust of just nuts. And so I'm thinking, okay, actually, if you were to do like a cookie crust, butter and the crumbs are all that you and it holds together. Somehow, magically, it adheres. I don't know if it would work the same way, especially I'm not planning to make it a smooth nut paste. I am planning to make it more of a chunky, coarse nut crust. So I was thinking, okay, what would, what would work if I use something as an adherent and thinking, okay, so if I took like butter and egg white, made that the crust with the nuts, would the egg white act like a glue and keep it together? That's a chef question. If someone is listening and is a chef, I would love to hear the answer to that because I would very much love to have like a ganache or that souffle cake, deep dark chocolate on a nut crust with some um, whipped cream on the side for one of the desserts for people. <laughs> My daughter goes, you know, you're sounding a little bit crazy. And it's her fault because I was just gonna do a turkey. And then she said, but you can't have Thanksgiving without a ham. And so it's not yeah. like there are not lots of mouths to That's feed. True. I mean, buddy that would normally be here who's cowering in their house has asked for takeout. So it's not, you know, I'm not going to have, I'm going to throw all this food away. I'm absolutely not going to do that. And I've got my neighbor with her ranch hands standing by for all food from this house. So the food will not go to waste. I mean, and I just really, I don't cook very often. I mean, we were cooking in the beginning of the lockdown. We were cooking a lot, and I was really enjoying that because we never, as in never, cook in this house. And so I thought, you know, this is great. We're doing a little cooking. I'm really enjoying this. And then all of a sudden, we're back to our old habits of just going out for every meal. So um, it's thrilling to me when I get the chance to actually get into the kitchen and cook. And so I... I this Thanksgiving and I'm I'm not going to do it half-hearted. I'm going to really go for it. 5569696 is the number if you are a chef and would like to help me with that question or a pastry chef or someone like that. I'm interested in that. I will have to resort to digging this information out of a book of which there are many here to do that and I, I will do that but um, easier just to have a conversation with someone. So if you know the answer to that question, I would so much love for you to call us or any other, or if you want to give some input of any other kind, we would love to, to have that. Over the weekend, uh, through just about any airing, uh, talking uh, about some other things that you uh, sometimes don't 
Uh, but it's got to be doing with food. It's it's that's all we do. We talk about food. There we eat is. food. We think about food. I would say we cook food, but we don't. But uh, but it's all about food. That's what yeah. the show's been about for thirty three years. So right now on the stove, mm -hmm. we have the uh, root beer glazed ham glaze simmering, missing two key ingredients. I still ascertain. Wait, no, that's not right. I still maintain that um, when it's all said and done, when the glaze goes on top of the brown sugar and crystallizes into that shell, that it doesn't really matter so much what ingredients got you there as long as you got there. So I've gone through fig jam, which doesn't really, this looks a little bit over the hill maybe, so I'm not gonna use that. And then uh, I found a jar of mango chutney on the shelf in the pantry and then proceeded to de-dust it and clean it off. That could and be, it's from Saffron Nola. That could really be good in that new uh, thing that you turned We have up. several things from yeah. Saffron Nola that are possibilities. They're finalists in the uh, sweepstakes of the glazed ham. It is the tamarind, um, the tamarind sauce or tamarind paste. Both. And, um, and then the mango chutney. But I, I tasted the mango chutney, and I don't feel like that's the right thing. So we're not going to use the... It would be great for something. I don't, think it's, it, I don't think it works for this. So we're still looking on the pantry shelves for the proper thing to put into the root beer glazed ham. I just want to reiterate that those people who would like to try the root beer glazed ham do not vex over the exact ingredients because it's not really necessary. And I probably will wind up just going to get the ingredient from the store the pepper jelly and putting that in there. And we haven't actually used pepper jelly for a long time. So that's probably how we'll wind up finishing off the root beer glaze yeah. with the original actual ingredients rather than all the fake ones that we've thrown mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Well, what a what a, a week this has been for us. And, uh, has it? Yeah, it's uh, been a, a lot of bouncing around and thrown. It's been a cleaning week, I'll say that. I'm glad there's, for that, too. <laughs> there's a tremendous for amount of that going all on. Fun. There's, there's renovations going on. There are various piles of detritus around here waiting for the finish of the demolition, the completion of the demolition in order for it all to go out at one time. So it's good that the... Uh, only people that will be seeing it are uh, people who have already seen it. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Five five six nine six nine six is the number, but honestly, I'm sick of seeing it. So I want to get it done and get it out of here. We will be back after these messages. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. 
Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Autumn in New York, why does it seem so inviting? New York. It is autumn out for sure, and it is pretty. I'm watching the breeze go, and it's really, really nice outside. Five five six nine six nine six is a number if you want to talk to us. We want to talk to you. There's there's a sink and a pedestal lying on the deck. <laughs> this is this is why it's it's uh, it kind of works that the COVID thing is um, has people shying away from what they would normally do. So um, there's a, a sink out there and um, all kinds of things. I, I have, I went weekend to buy plants at the Home Depot to put lipstick on the pig. And uh, so there's a bunch of plants, but when I go outside, I just, the first thing I see is the sink lying on the deck. <coughs> the sink is not, waiting to be carted off. It's going back into the bathroom, but it's temporarily out while the bathroom gets tiled. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Tom is, um, Tom, you're having a problem with your back, huh? I am. Tom is very distracted at the moment trying to figure out how to be that isn't painful. Sorry, I'll be I, back I, someday. Oh, are you leaving? <laughs> Poor Tom, that's terrible. All right, so we're talking about Thanksgiving, but we'd love to talk about anything that you would love to talk about or like to talk about or just, you know, putting up with talking about. All those things work. That's what we're doing here, talking about food. We were looking at, as I go through your your uh, almanac slash website, and go th and I just my eye just falls on things that I remember fondly that were either restaurants that um, have gone or maybe they're still there. But um, one of the things that's on here is Charlie's Steakhouse. Charlie's Steakhouse is gone right now, isn't it? He is. Uh, yeah, he passed away, and then it looks like it's in limbo, which is a sad thing, a very sad thing. There's a lot of restaurants that um, 
have managed to hold on through COVID and occasionally like Charlie's would be one of those, but then of course the owner died. And so it's, it, it's future remains limbo. You know, I think should take that over. I think, um, who was a very good friend of the owner of Charlie's Steakhouse, he should take it over. I mean, I don't know what sort of legal situation that is, but uh, I know that I know that he had um, a soft spot in his heart for the place. I've seen him there a few times, and you know he needs something else to do. He's got that Parkway poor boys running like a fine. A fine, finely oiled machine. And so, why not? You know? What, Tom? You, you appear to be in, in great pain. It's been a long day. Are you in great pain? And it's time to move on. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Do you want to go take a nap or something? I would. Yeah, go ahead. Where's that? Tom uh, is now departing the scene. <laughs> what? Uh, well, I was going to ask you about... I think this show might go down in the annals of the food show over 30 years of being perhaps one of the worst ever. <laughs> I would say that. I don't know. It's pretty bad, I have to say. It's pretty bad. We don't even have, we haven't been, we've been doing so much to clean the house for the, for just because it needs to be, you know, and um, because we're getting into the holidays and then after Thanksgiving, There'll be a Christmas tree and all that sort of thing. So um, it's just time to do a lot of cleaning. So we haven't been doing as much eating as normal because we've been, or I cleaning. Busy, busy. Yeah, cleaning, just like cleaning everywhere, inside, outside. And um, our neighbor, when she was alive, we used to have we used to have parties. Tommy. <laughs> Todd's a good thing. It's a Tom, don't rub it. Don't rub it, honey. Don't rub it. Just keep it closed. Tom is uh Tom's got a plethora Tom, please stop rubbing it. That you're gonna make whatever it is worse. Okay? Uh you have it? It's it's fixed? Uh-huh. Okay. Tom is having just a a laundry list of problems here. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I think you do need to go take a nap, Tom. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Five five six nine six nine six. I'm all alone now. If you would like to chat with me, that would be hunky dory. I have to say, hunky dory. Tom, take your head off if you're gonna leave. Tom, take uh -huh. your headset off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear the equipment crash to the ground, it means did not take the headset off. Come over here. Come over here. There we go. There is this we yours? Go. That's I think it. This is take yours. Take it off. There you go. Take it off. All right. Uh -huh. There we go. All right. Oh, I was going to say it's a good thing we don't have a webcam here, but, you know, if we're just doing a blow-by-blow -blow, uh, description of what's going on. Tom, is your eye still messing up? It's a lot better, it's, but let me put a little still, water on it. Yeah, why don't you go put some drops in it or something? Yeah, put some drops in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. We have not... Tom went to... Uh, Often with our daughter, the same thing every single time he goes. <laughs> so today, uh, they were gone an extra long time. I had some other things that I was doing. And so um, they were
they were gone an extra long time and I checked to see, you know, where they were. And it turned out that what kept them there at the restaurant so long was that Tom's order was picked up by another waiter and delivered to another table, which is so funny because Tom's order is sort of known by everyone there. And I can't imagine how that could have gotten messed up because it's the same thing all the time. But did and that's how they wound up being gone as long as they were gone <sighs> the trials and tribulations it is uh it's a weird week let's just put it that way in 1867 I'm going to uh just kind of quickly go through the remainder of the weeks and is um a recorded show on thanksgiving and also on friday uh, of the almanacs. So today in 18, not today, but in 1867, this would be on Thursday, um, J.B. Sutherland patented the refrigerated railroad car. This made the shipping of fresh meats and produce across great distances possible, notably to and from the West. The descendants of the refrigerator car shipping containers can be seen piled up on ships and railroad flatbed cars to this day. My goodness, if you travel by ship ever, the amount of shipping containers in a port anywhere can kind of blow your mind. They are stacked everywhere. Our daughter would like to take shipping containers and make a house out of them, which is kind of becoming a hip thing to do. And um, I think she could do a really good job with that, but uh, but she's not going to do it because <laughs> she's got one house that still hasn't been finished after a couple of years. So the idea of collecting shipping containers, even though I wouldn't see it, if she put it on the back part of this property, I wouldn't see it. I still don't like the idea of, of it. Seems It seems like a great idea if you're on HGTV, but she's not. The words to drink by, how beautiful would be drinking pure water if it just was a sin? You know, that's probably true. Because everything is such a head trip. Like, I'm sorry. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I'm sure that I am, though. Uh, I don't understand caviar. I know that caviar is a thing because it's expensive, but in caviar, the caviar that we had at our wedding, which was not expensive because it was shoe pick caviar that was just developed. I mean, it was brand new as a product. We had pounds and pounds of it. It's very much like beluga, but it was $25 a pound. And I, I think it would have been re really interesting to see if people were as enthusiastic about the fish eggs if they knew that it was $25 a pound instead of, what was it, $700 a pound at that time? And it was cheap caviar or basically just fish eggs. I think there's definitely a head trip to a lot of things that we eat and drink. Another one of your words to eat by, Tom, mm -hmm. from Reader Redner. Vaguely. No, Rita Redner. 
I've loved my mother very much, but she was not a good cook. This is, this is, these, these are words I could have uttered. More turkeys taste better the day after. My mother's tasted better the day before. In our house, Thanksgiving was a time for sour, sour. Now that's not true. My mother was a good cook when she did cook. She just didn't do it that much. But um, she did a really great turkey. I'm excited about doing a Thanksgiving turkey this year because I'm going to do it channeling my mother. My mother did a great roast turkey and I'm going to do it exactly as she would have done it. I don't have her roasting pan. My sister has that, but I'm going to take one of those aluminum throwaway pans, although we never throw them away, uh, aluminum pans, and then put some aluminum foil on top, and that's gonna be my roaster, and I'm doing a roast turkey in the very, very traditional way. Salt, pepper, stuffing the bird inside the, the cavity, with dressing and then making a gravy from the drippings just like my mom did and i'm super super excited about that the old kitchen sage says if you put unopened oysters on a hot grill they will pop open after a short That's while true. oh well so why do you even have to bother why would you bother opening them opening if, them yeah if you took the oysters and put them on a hot grill why not wait until they before you do something with them. In other words, it's not even oysters. I mean, we it's, have that. True, that's that is true. It, it's, uh, it but really people who like open oysters actually find it therapeutic to do. People open oysters who do it occasionally, and they do it kind of for fun. It's a manly kind of thing. I know that my my deceased brother-in-law. Um, my sister Sylvia's husband used to do that every November, a whole sack of oysters. I know there are other people who like to do that. There, We were given this oyster thing that you put the oyster in and you, you hit this little, little um, it's like a nail or something that would go in a hole in the oyster shell and you'd pop it open that way. But most people don't bother with that. They just use the oyster. But if you wanted oysters and if you put them on a hot grill when they get hot enough they actually separate and open all by themselves why would you not do that i mean i would do that but i guess people who do what drives them who up? like who What's like the oysters the worst thing. and and do it as a sport i guess that takes the fun out of it but then i would take if the oysters open and i would put the butter in and then you have them right there sounds like a sounds like a plan as far as i'm concerned it is 3 30 right now and we would love to talk to you if you want to talk to us 556-9696 it's time for the louisiana radio network bottom of the hour news louisiana radio network i'm jeff palermo governor john bell edwards is set to speak at this hour about the rising number of new coronavirus cases and hospitalizations the governor's office says the latest White House Coronavirus Task Force report for Louisiana says aggressive testing should be combined with significant behavior change of all Americans. Senator Bill Cassidy tweets, I voted for President Trump, but Joe Biden won. The transition should begin for the sake of the country. Cassidy is the first member of the Louisiana Republican congressional delegation to acknowledge Biden's electoral win. ULM poli-sci professor Joshua Stockley says he's not surprised the senator was first. Senator Cassidy is just being um, realistic. He's just being respectful. So when should we expect the rest of the delegation to join him? I think it's 
going to be simply a matter of days, if not weeks. The senator also tweeted that the Trump campaign has not presented the kind of evidence of mass voter fraud needed to change the result. I'm Matt Doyle. LRN. Thanksgiving is a special but busy time for Louisiana families. Our goal is to help them save time for enjoying the company of other loved ones. The Incredible Egg makes the most of the holiday season by offering tasty recipes sure to delight. Visit LAEgg.com for time-saving recipes, ideas, and tips on the versatility of eggs. This message is brought to you by the Louisiana Egg Commission. I'm Commissioner Mike Strain, reminding you to include the Incredible Edible Egg at your Thanksgiving table. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. AC Ambulance are the ones to talk to for all your heating and cooling needs. Call Sid, you'll be happy you did. AC Ambulance is also proud to lend a helping hand to our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge November 13th is John Papa Grow, November 20th, Billy Ayusa and the Restless Natives, and November 27th, the New Orleans Nightcrawlers. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, follow us on social media at Fridays from the Funky Uncle. For innovative, premium, energy-efficient indoor climate management solutions, make sure to contact AC Ambulance. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Yes, we do. We love Gershwin and all these other... We picked them. Let's go to George. How y'all doing? Tommy, Marianne. George. I'm good. Yeah, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, the same to you. What you got for us today? Well, I was calling because uh, y'all say y'all going to try to do Thanksgiving again. We are. I'll tell you, I was doing it when I got married. About 21 years ago, I did it for like 10 years straight and uh, kind of got a little burned out. I told my wife, let's go ahead and just take this year off. And it's been about 10 years ago. <laughs> it's been kind of hard, you know, just to get back on, you know, just to do it yeah. again for whatever So are reason. you glad that you dropped out or do you wish you had kept going? 
it's kind of 50 50 because uh when we when i stopped we started going out like on vacations you know like walt disney and it's like nobody said Walt disney doing the, the week of thanksgiving so you got the whole park to yourself like and you know you go out to the beach or whatever uh nobody's there so it's kind of 50 50 i miss it sometimes you know so what i do now is uh if if we don't go out of town i might just cook one you know one thing and just bring it go by somebody's house you know we did we did it for probably maybe 15 years of course i dropped everything and went out to california and uh i you know i sort of messed up the mojo with that and then we would have it kind of all depended on when his birthday fell you know was right. it three days before thanksgiving three days after thanksgiving or the day before and so so no one that had regularly come to our house for 15 years and so it plans and they adopt those and they stick with those and then that's it and so that's kind of what's happened to us so yeah i i would have done it because it's our first and i wanted to be there and so i'm glad i did it but i kind of wish that i left anyway so he could have just done it himself and kept the the party going right so but then but then tom would go out with us too and so over the last five years because he was born five yesterday was his birthday he was born five years ago no one's really known so with this year with covid you know it's like you know everybody's i think everybody's thanksgiving plans got messed up this year so anyway oh yeah big oh well i think if uh i just oh, want to well. kind of stay home with their own little you know household that's what i'm hearing people doing and uh but you know um you know i i can, I can understand with, with me you know my daughters i got a 16 and a 12 year old so they kind of remember those times that, you know, we didn't do the, you know, the, the, the traditional uh, Thanksgiving, you know, we went out of town. So they, they liked it as well, as long as they're happy. But uh, I'm going to think that I'm going to probably start doing it again next year. And yeah. then, uh, how old are they daughter, now? You know, she goes like, how old are they now? Uh, 12, 12 and 16. Oh, well, they probably want to do it. They probably want to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. They they want to get back in it, but I'm saying that the times that we went out of town to them, it was worth it. You know, it's like yeah, but it was right. happy with that. You know what I mean? But now yeah. with the 16 year old, you know, she's a junior and she's going to be going out to college pretty soon in a couple of years. So I think the next yep. year we're going to definitely going to have to start doing it again. You know, before she leaves the before house. Before it's you know? gone. Before it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, you mentioned that that you left out to California for your uh, grandson's uh, birthday and that uh -huh. Tom could have kept it going, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Even right. though I did like 95, 90% of the cooking, my wife, she uh -huh. just did one thing. And, uh, but it's still not the same because it's, 
you know, it's the couple sure. or, or the right. host and it wouldn't have been the same, I think. I might be wrong. No, I agree. I agree. But but the food would still have been good. And, you know, we've, we've got some oh, yeah. sort of reputation for the food. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. It just seems like uh, it, it's, it's no point. It's in, in, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but we go from here now. So uh, the yeah. the bathroom situation has compounded Thanksgiving this year along with COVID. Right. And so let's everyone hope that next year is better for everyone. All right, George, I'm going to move on. I've got another caller okay. and uh, we're going to we'll talk to you. You have a happy Thanksgiving, whatever you do. All right. Hey, hey, the Take same to y'all. Bye bye. Let's go to Seal. Well, hello. Hey. Can you hear me okay? Uh-huh. Oh, great. I'm calling from my phone. It's a little choppy over here in Covington. But it's great to hear you guys. I caught the show. I just put it on a few minutes ago. I heard you talk about oysters uh, unopened (laughs) on the grill. Yeah. And you know me. Give me a shortcut, baby. Although I don't really open them. I should have learned by now with my dad being an oyster better, but how does that work? Um, and oh, wait, I thought you, you knew that. I thought you were calling to tell me how it works. No? Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh. Well, no, well, it's, it, it's supposed to be if you put the oyster unopened on a grill that's hot, yes. it will eventually pop a Pop open, I heard you say. Is that what you said? Open the shell, and there you have the oyster. Yeah, you pop and then open I the shell after. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. No, then you, you. I guess you put your butter and garlic in right there, and then you, you know, you keep it going. Are you doing oysters? Yeah, sure? actually, I got uh, two sacks from a cousin of mine, two half sacks. So you know that mm-hmm. caught my ear, and I'm thinking, huh, that might be interesting. You know, trying it this year. So, um, we'll try it and I then call the, back and tell us I know, if it works. I will call back. Yeah, I yeah. will. I will. So y'all are talking about Thanksgiving, I gather. We are. Mm-hmm. You know what I remember well, and perhaps you've discussed it already, and if you have, just pardon me because I'm tuning in, like I said, is when Tom and you, I guess, the sugar cane, y'all would smoke yes. the turkey. Yes. That was yes. awesome. I remember that, you know? That went so, on for anyway. years and years and years. Mm-hmm. It sure did. Does one need a regular barbecue pit for that, or you have to have something like a smoker? I guess you have to have a smoker. Well, huh? we have a big green egg, and we did it on the big green egg. But I, do you have a smoker? Well, is it worth me getting a big green egg since my ovens are not working any longer? In my oh, they're house? not. <laughs> oh no. Well, we're gonna fry. We're gonna probably fry the turkey. Oh, you are. Um, you know, uh-huh. we're gonna. Well, I think Elliot will. My son. That's my son. How he many people? How people are you having at your house? Uh, you know what? It's just going to be family and maybe two friends. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's Elliot calling in, so I'm not going to answer, of course. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's one turkey, and, um, you know, and I thought about getting an egg. Is it worth it? Well, it depends. I mean, you know, uh, are you going to be doing that a lot? I mean, um so it costs the egg, a lot of money, the, Yeah, it is. It, it's an expensive investment. Um, if you do it, go to go to Basil's Ace Hardware. They're a sponsor of the show. They have been doing eggs forever. They've also got other great okay. barbecue pits. Wonderful. I'm um, a great no, I think that. It's been great for us. I mean, we we've had that thing for like 20 years. 
and awesome. it's in it's in great shape. I mean, it's it's a lifetime investment, is what it is. It's something you okay. would pass on to your kids. So yeah, wonderful. I'm going to look so, into that. Thank you, you so much. Yeah, if you have if you have kids that you know come over and you entertain at your house. I mean, we did it for years with big parties, yes. and it worked great. Yes. So. You know. Yes, I think anyway. I will. You know that? Awesome idea. I think I'm going to look into it. And where hardware, where did you say to go? At Basil's Ace Hardware. It's on the South Shore in Metairie. Okay. I will look into yeah. it. Thank you they're, so they're much. They're like okay. the big barbecue central place. Okay, that's perfect. I might do that tomorrow if they're open. That I sounds hear, great. I want to hear you. about the oysters. Call us back if you do the oysters. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see how they pop, and I'm going to time it. I'm going to take notes. Okay. <laughs> let okay. you know how long it takes, yada, yada. So thank okay. you. Okay. Good. Sounds great good. hearing your voice right, and talk to you. And happy birthday, Tom. Take Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. The uh, Tom's birthday is actually in February, but the baby, the grandson's uh, first grandson's birthday was yesterday. And it's it, we did a virtual birthday and and, you know, five years old is where you really start turning into a boy, you know, like a mischievous boy. And he had all kinds of tricks that we got to watch <laughs> it's like i mean they're they're boys from the beginning but but you start getting to where you know you have these complicated complicated tricks you know when you're five that you can do five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us we will be right back I'd love to talk to you one of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. Annadel's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadel's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. I hope Seal is still listening because there was a commercial exactly where it is and what they have to offer. I also want to mention that Maple Street Cafe wants you to come and join them for Thanksgiving dinner. If you are looking for a place that is a restaurant that feels like home, that is warm and inviting, that you can bring your family and feel like you're visiting another family, Maple Street Cafe is the place to go. It's a very small place. It's like a little Mediterranean cafe. 
They have an extensive menu for Thanksgiving, about seven or eight choices, things like prime rib, veal, nora, traditional turkey and dressing, a sauteed shrimp dish. Uh, it is a Louisiana, it's like a Mediterranean infusion into Louisiana food. It's delicious. It's always been delicious from day one. Prices are great for for Thanksgiving. It is $29.95 and for kids 12 and under $16.95. Maple Street Cafe. Call them up or go to their website and see their menu for Thanksgiving. And lastly, I want to mention that um, Brick Oven wants you to come and have your holiday parties there. It is a delicious restaurant in Kenner on the corner of Veterans and Williams Boulevard. And uh, it's, it's heartwarming Italian food, but they have places for you to have a special event and would love to talk to you about that. So if you have a holiday party coming up, try something different, Brick Oven Cafe. 5569696 is the number if you want to talk to me because Tom, Tom has departed. He's got a little back issue, so he's lying down. But um, if you would like to talk to me, I'm here to do that with you about Thanksgiving. We will not have a live program on Thanksgiving, nor will we have one on Friday. Friday, we are heading out to the Humus House to Latiel's Landing. It's funny, uh, on Thursday, it's Grilled Oysters Day. We were just talking about grilled oysters. Um, Tom writes, at this time of the year in Gulf of Mexico, the water has cooled enough for oysters to leave their spawning days behind and start bulking up. They stand up to a grilling without shrinking dramatically. Grilling oysters on the shell is nothing new, but some 15 years ago, Dragon, it's not 15 years ago, more like 20 years ago, 25, uh, grilling oysters on the shell became sort of a legendary dining phenomenon. Dozens of restaurants have imitated it. The recipe for the char-grilled oysters is simple enough. It's garlic butter with herbs, pepper, and Parmesan cheese on top. Some of the butter runs off the sides of the shell, flames up in the open fire, licking over the tops of the oysters and leaving smoky flavor. You can make them at home if you have a good source of oysters and someone to open them or a really hot grill. So let's see if Seal reports to us about whether or not that technique of putting the oil on the hot grill and just letting them pop open, making it easier for you, actually does work. I started to say that we're going to this house to Latiel's Landing on Friday. Um, Friday would be Tom's Manresa Day in 50 previous years. And one of the big events at Manresa, there are two reasons Tom goes to Manresa. Well, several, but one is that it's a longstanding tradition. Another is that the food is really, I don't know how great it is. I think he thinks it's great because it's a longstanding tradition and warms his heart to be there. But I don't know, maybe it is great, maybe it's not. Anyway, food is a big deal to Tom at Manresa and you know they have their ritual and deal 
But there's an event that he does, and it's just a personal thing. While he's at Manresa, he takes this long walk out to the levee. It's called the St. Joseph's Walk. And so um, Manresa is not going to be, just like everything else in our life, Manresa is not going to be what it normally this year. You know, wear a mask the entire time. The food is going to be out of containers and, you know, it just sort of changes the whole dynamic of the thing. So Tom is not going to Manresa, but he is going to do the walk on Friday. So we decided that we were going to go together and then go on to Latiel's Landing. So I'm just throwing this out to anyone that wants to um, go to Latiel's Landing the Friday after Thanksgiving. We are going to be there when it opens, so it's an early night. And uh, if you want to show up, this is sort of an impromptu. It will not be an thing like that. It's just going to be, we're there. Come on over if you want to join us. Because we haven't done an eat club in years and years and years. Well, maybe like two years. But um, they were very, very regular and a big part of this show for a long time. So that's Huma's house, Latiel's land on Friday evening. We'd love for you to join us. The Edible Dictionary Word of the Day brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. Today is ballotine. It's a boned meat, usually that of a bird, wrapped around a stuffing or a force meat. God, I hate that word. And roasted. Often the stuffing involves another smaller bird, perhaps more than one, to a chicken would be stuffed into, stuffed with a squab, which would then be stuffed with a quail. The best known American version is the Cajun turducken in which a Cornish hen or chicken is stuffed inside a duck, which in turn is stuffed inside a turkey. All of the birds are completely boneless and layers of stuffings are inserted between the birds. In any of its forms, a ballotine is a chef's showpiece more than it is a culinary masterpiece. Ballotines are often confused with galantines, which are only slightly similar, being pâtés wrapped with meats and served cold. There is no such thing as a ballantine, but that word does appear on menus. Isn't there a beer called a ballantine? I think so. I think my dad used to drink it. I remember the first time I saw a galantine. It was for the christening party for our son. So that was 31 years ago. This is another one of those food epiphanies. It was at Flagon's, which is a much-beloved but gone restaurant on a magazine in that little section where, right across from the Walgreens, where I think it might have been in the space that was Aranya and is now, I can't even remember what it is now, but it's in that little block that had 
uh, Warbucks and where um, Basin Seafood is right there. And what, if you don't remember Warbucks, it would have been, oh gosh, what was the Italian place? Amici. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's where Flagons was back in the day. And by the day, I'm talking late 80s. And then, and then Flagons was soon no more after that. But it was a small private room, and we had just family there. And there was this gigantic thing in the corner, which was primarily what was served. And it was a gigantic pate is what it was. And it had pistachio in it, and it was served with cornichon and some crackers and that was my first attempt not my first it was my first discovery of pate that was not potted meat and it was an eye-opener and it was really great and I've never had it since then and I wish I would run into it but they're not really that common to see but uh, a galantine I would say is um, much preferable to a dictionary word of the day. Six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm here. I will not be here today or Friday. So uh, if you have some important Thanksgiving something or another to talk to us about, then we are here to do that. I would say we have a lot of advice for you. Um, and we do, if you, if you need some advice, I'm still looking for a chef to call me and tell me if my idea of using my gigantic pile of roasted nuts and seeds as a crust for the souffle cake, deep, dark chocolate souffle cake, or a ganache tart would work if I used uh, white, not white, if I use uh, egg white as a glue. I mean, I hate glue, that sounds so, you know, gross if you're talking about food, but essentially that is what egg white is. I mean, it is a glue. I plan to use it, I'm gonna need to use it for the um, crab beignets that I'm doing. I think that the dough is elastic enough and it will stick together and I just have to use a fork and close off the little beignets with a fork before frying them. I don't think we need to do what we do when we make like pot stickers. We have to put uh, egg white in order to seal that dough. I think that the Pillsbury Doughboy Biscuit Dough, which is what I'm gonna use for the crab beignets, yes, that is cheating, but I, I am totally unapologetic about it because I think that the Pillsbury Biscuit Dough make some of the best beignets I've ever had, and that includes absolutely Cafe Dumont and Port of Call. No question about it. 5569696 is the number. Actually, we're done. I don't need to take any more calls, and uh, we can't take any more calls because this is the point of the show where I tell you that if you have missed any of the show, go to nomenu.com. That's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. That is where you will find the podcast. If you click on nomenu.com and go to the food show, the podcasts are up there. 
if you would love to tell a friend about the show, because, you know, this is kind of deep, dark times. 2020 is not that fun. Check out. Maybe you have a friend that would love to do that, too. So please tell them about the show. Um, we do this every day, two weekdays. You can listen on the Simple Radio app by downloading it free and typing in 990 New Orleans. Uh, we would love for you to also patronize our sponsors. They keep the show on the air. When you go to nominion.com for your podcast, if you've missed a part of the show, there is also a place to sign up for our newsletter. It comes out twice a week, delivered straight to your inbox. It's where you'll find specials of things that are going on around town, things that you would see on the Instagram if you went to Instagram. We also have who's opening up again and news of who's in or out in COVID world. We have the Dining Diary and Tom's great vintage pieces there from his 50-year career. We have our Instagram, at the New Orleans Menu. We'd love to have you follow us there. I have my own podcast, Emmy the Story Lady, on Spotify and Anchor, and children's tales that I read. Tim McNally up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. We are done for today. It is 4 o'clock. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. Transition. Joe Biden is formally introducing some of the appointees to his national security and foreign policy teams. It's a team that reflects the fact that America is back, ready to lead the world, not retreat from it. Once again, sit at the head of the table. And your final numbers on Wall Street at the closing bell, a record for the Dow, closing at more than 30,000 points. The final numbers, the Dow up 455 points to close at 3046. President Trump reminding everyone. That's the ninth time since uh, the beginning of 2020. And it's the 48th time that we've broken records in during the Trump administration. USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with balance of nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway. But as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I've had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Nearly 86,000 Americans are in the hospital and being treated for COVID-19. Yesterday's total is the 14th straight day of a record high in hospitalizations. The number of Americans being cared for in the nation's hospitals has more than doubled in a month. Despite those numbers, airports are still the busiest they've been since the pandemic began. Many folks getting tested before that holiday trip. As far as if that means you're safe, Dr. Olavine Carsequilo says... 
And that's what people want me to tell them. And the answer is, unfortunately, I cannot guarantee that. First of all, if you get tested today, um, you know, and you were exposed yesterday, the test will probably come back negative. So it's not 100% guaranteed. And two, I can't guarantee what happens the next couple of days after your test comes back negative either. That audio courtesy of News Nation. The Iowa turkeys, corn, and cob will see the dawn after Thanksgiving after being pardoned by President Trump on Tuesday. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Jimmy Setchum, who is the executive chef at Broussard's Restaurant. We just rolled out a new happy hour menu. Very French-inspired, small plates, some crab and corn beignets, mandouille gougères, palms d'oeuvre. Mandouille gougères? Yeah. Mandouille, gruyere cheese, pot of dough, fried up, actually, instead of baked, so they get that nice crispy outside and fluffy yeah. interior. You get the cheese all melty. Doing some petite sandwiches as well. Make it very kind of French street-inspired. We're doing a mini croque-monsieur, mini grilled cheese, little Cajun sliders. Broussard's Restaurant, 819 Conti in the heart of the French Quarter. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Mostly dry today with a few clouds coming in. It's much milder for the morning in the 60s. Throughout the day, overcast skies warm up to the upper 70s. It's a humid afternoon and a possible shower popping up here and there for the afternoon. More likely off to our north is where the main threat of showers will be Wednesday into Wednesday night. An isolated shower, maybe Thanksgiving Day, just overcast, partly cloudy at times. More of the same Friday. Both afternoon signs will be into the upper 70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO, Slidell's most unique shopping adventure. The annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First, Annie Langer Street's Old Town Slidell. This Saturday and Sunday, November 28th and 29th, there'll be food and music. Bring the family to explore and find that perfect Christmas gift. Many booths to select from many items. Saturday, Sunday, November 28th and 29th, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. each day. At the annual Old Town Slidell Christmas Market. First, Annie Langer Street. Old Town Slidell. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. All right, here we go. Let's get this thing rolling. You know, every day... It's uh, give a little, take a little sort of thing uh, with our COVID experiences. We're getting some awfully good news on immunizations and um, the timing of those things coming down. Uh, we do have some friends who claim that they're not going to get that. 
They don't like the way it happens so quickly. And that's their decision, is in all things, you know, it's got to be your decision. There's got to be comfort in those decisions. Today, the give a little, take a little 